What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 23 of True North Talk, featuring Peter Burnett and myself, Joseph Staten. And we're coming out with you guys with a very special episode today. We're coming up on the holiday season. We got Christmas in the in the near future, but more closely, we have Thanksgiving coming up coming upon us. And for this episode, and with Thanksgiving being nine days away at this point, uh, we wanted to talk about the importance of giving thanks and how that can change our outlook on life. So we had a couple passages picked out. We're going to throw a couple questions out there, but uh, main theme of this episode is going to be the importance of giving thanks. So to start us off, Peter, do you want to go ahead and read um, 1 Corinthians 1, 4 through 8? Yeah, of course. And good to be back back recording. We were just talking before the podcast. It's been about a month since we recorded an episode. Um, so it's it's good to be good to be back, well, you know, talking... Not technically. We got a couple in there, but they're they're still in the, you know, they're still in the, in the vault ready to come out. Right, so right. We'll be getting up soon, but right. Yeah, it's been a month since we've thrown something up. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So it's great to be back, and you know, like Joe was saying, it, with with Thanksgiving coming up, um, you know, I think it's it's kind of a good opportunity to highlight something that we haven't we haven't talked about as a topic before yet, and it's you know, appropriate during this time of year. So without further ado, I'm going to get into that passage from 1 Corinthians. And the subhead on this passage, again, it's verses 4 through 8 in chapter 1. Um, the subhead is Thanksgiving. So starting in verse 4, this is Paul talking to the uh, Corinthian church. I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Jesus Christ. For in him you have been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge. God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, so uh, right away what sticks out to me, uh, verse 4, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus. So, First thing that comes to my mind about that is like, it's kind of reverse order what you were originally planning, but like, why do you think it's important to, uh, you know, to constantly be giving thanks to God? I think it's important. What does that kind of look like for you? Yeah. um, To answer the first part of that question, it's important because, you know, first of all, we have so much to be thankful for. um, And if we're not giving that thanks, it's almost like we're taking what we've been given for granted. Um and not, not giving God the credit that he deserves for blessing us because every day that you are alive, every moment that you take breath is, is a gift. And, um, you know, we, we kind of talked about this at at my church on Sunday that, you know, even just being born into the United States of America is a blessing and we've been going through a financial series. And so the, the point that they made in church was just that, you know, even if we have issues financially, we're still better off than, you know, 90, 95% of the rest of the world. And, you know, that's, it's important to be careful not to say that in a boastful way, but to remember that that's a blessing from God and it's something to be thankful for. Um, So I think that's the first point is that, you know, we've been, we've been given so much in, in life that, and again, even just being alive is a gift that if we're not thankful, I feel like we're kind of missing the point. And, um, to answer your second question about how, how I think I express that praise, I think the, the easiest one that, um, I think we'll probably focus on a little bit more later is 
through singing, um, you know, through worship songs on a Sunday morning or, you know, throughout the week, just listening on the radio. Um, because a lot of those songs have thankfulness and gratefulness at the, at the source of them. And another way is just simply through prayer, you know, literally just reaching out to God every day and, you know, multiple times a day, just being like, you know, being thankful for, for little things throughout the day or, Again, just kind of waking up and being thankful for another opportunity to to live life for God and to live on on purpose for 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 God. And so I think those those are the reasons. Just again, that we have we have so much to be thankful for, and we're kind we're doing a disservice to God by not being grateful for what He's given us. And you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can be thankful, but I think the two for me are, are um, you know prayer and thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving prayer and um, and worship songs, but what about for, what about for you? Yeah, I was thinking about your answer, and we really did hit the the birth lottery. Just the fact mm-hmm. we were we were born in the U.S. I mean, I've always thought about I've had conversations about that with some of my friends before, and it's like, dude, like, what are the chances that we were born here? Like, this mm-hmm. that alone is ridiculous. We got so lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know our basic amenities that we have over here in the U.S. clean water, like that's such a huge deal for so many people that they don't have clean water. Mm-hmm. We can go to a sink, you know, really within reach at any moment and just get water right away. We just take that so much for granted. Um, but I mean, I would I would kind of echo what you were saying about prayer and just staying in prayer and telling God that you're thankful. Um, something that I've practiced in my life. Um, tried to practice at least as often as I can is, you know, literally just telling God as soon as I, well, when I go lay down to go to bed or when I wake up in the morning, like, thank, you know, thank you for another day. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you so much for, for everything you've given me. And um, I also think that being grateful toward God and his grace is also choosing to have a, you know, a grateful attitude every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, that's the choice we all face when we, when we wake up in the morning because, the reality is life is difficult and it's challenging. And especially if you have, um, you know, stuff you're pursuing goals, you're pursuing that you want to accomplish life is going to be hard. And, you know, choosing that attitude every single morning when you wake up that you're going to be grateful for this day and you're going to, you know, um, traverse the, you know, difficult emotions of the day, whether you're dealing with, you know, people at work or, you know, yeah, stuff coming up in your personal life, you know, just choosing to be grateful because it really changes your outlook on almost everything you do in your life. Uh, coming down, you know, literally going down to conversations with others and just no matter what it is. So yeah, I'd say, I mean, like you said, reading and praying and just, um, staying in prayer, but also choosing that attitude. So kind of leads into the next question. Why do you think we should, and maybe we already answered it low key, but might as well ask it anyways. Why do you think we should give thanks? Yeah, I feel like we did answer that. Um, I think, again, just because we have so much to be grateful for and because... Okay, let me ask you like this and let's, let's yeah. rephrase it. What what do you think can happen if we are if we do not give thanks? Yeah, that, that's a great question because I kind of had thought of a, a follow-up question for you while you were talking and it was, um, you know, what, what benefits do you see when on days when you when you give thanks and versus days that you don't um and so to to answer your question which again kind of slipped my mind real quick there but it was just you know what can you ask it again 
Yeah. So the original question was why should we give thanks, but we definitely answered that. So mm-hmm. uh, the second, uh, like you know, actual question is what can happen if we are not constantly in a state of gratitude? Mm-hmm. If we're not giving thanks, what can tend to happen? Yeah, and I, I think what can happen with that is it kind of it almost forces you to just see the bad side of things if you're not constantly being aware and being thankful to God for what you know, for what, for what's happening in your life, even, you know, and there are passages in the Bible that say even to be thankful through, through hard times, through, through hardships in life. But, um, yeah, if, if my, to answer that, I think if you're not giving thanks for, thanks for things that God's doing in your life, then, you know, you're going to see, you know, with your mental health and, you know, then that would affect how you, you know, you wouldn't be thankful for the people that you have in your life that you interact with. Um, and it kind of can lead, I, I would say kind of down a little bit of a dark path, even, um, you know, just f- causes more depression and just sadness. And I would say kind of takes you further away from, from God, even, um, if you're not being thankful for yeah. what, for what's happening in your life. So that's, that's what I would say for that. What, Definitely. what would you add? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, everything you said, uh, it's <laughs> can affect you negatively just about every single way. But uh, something in my life, you know, when I have been, when I have not been actively thanking God every single day for what I have and just realizing what I, what I have and being grateful, grateful for those things, uh, I have made some bad decisions when I, it's kind of like the grass is greener type thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not, if you're not constantly in a state of gratitude and look and genuinely looking at what you have that God has given you right now, that grass is greener, you know, idea can tend to creep in and like, uh, you know, I've made a couple of bad choices because I'm not like aware or in a state of gratitude. You know, a good example was in the past, um, you know, whether it's a job or even, even the high school situation, man, like when I left, uh, Pickerington and went to Liberty, like, thank God that happened. I mean, there's been so many blessings that came from that. But even that decision to leave that high school wasn't entirely mine. But I was so, like, uh, you know, I was so antsy to make that call because the grass seemed greener. And, like, you know, you just, it just didn't take proper inventory. I'm not even necessarily saying it was, it was the, r- the wrong call. But that's one example that comes to mind. Another example is, like, you know, whether it's, a, like, a job and you're, just, I hear this all the time at work, even people that are dissatisfied with their job. And I try to tell them like, well, I think like when you really think about it, like it's, you're blessed to have this job. Like it's good people. It's not that bad of money. Like, so I think it can apply to just about anything in life. Like, yeah, you can tend to make rash decisions or you can tend to make not informed decisions if you are not actively being grateful for what you already have, because you're always going to be looking for what you don't have kind of like what you were saying as well, it kind of ties into like the mental health thing. Like if you're not, if you're always looking at what you do not have and what, instead of what you do have, you're never going to be satisfied. You're never going to be content. So, I mean, there's a million different things I think that could come from that, but they're pretty much all negative, man. I don't think anything positive can, can, can come from not being grateful. Definitely. At all. Being, being grateful is just a, a positive emotion, you know, looking at it from, a, you know, chemical perspective when you're thankful for things you're gonna have you know positive reactions that you know would release 
what would it be serotonin or what would what would be the so one of them serotonin or dopamine or one of them dopamine, things I don't one know. of the two either way um yeah it kind of goes back to that mental health thing but you brought up a point too about about being content and i i didn't pick this one out um but it's it's part of my like life passage i guess people always have like a life verse um and if i had to choose just one verse it would be philippians 413 but the three verses that come before that especially the the one before uh, philippians 412 um, i'm gonna read those real quick um because it's it's actually right after the passage that we're, we're going to be reading next in philippians chapter 4 but i'm gonna i'm gonna jump ahead here to verse 10 if that's all right with you sure yeah so this 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 part of the of Philippians four is titled "Thanks for Their Gifts." Paul again, Paul writing this time to Philippian church says, or uh, the church in Philippi, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned but had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret to being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him and gives me strength. You know, what 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 are you th- your thoughts on that? I I you know, definitely think that ties in what you were saying about being content, but you know, how how do you feel about that passage? I mean, it just kind of reminds me of the whole being at peace with yourself and being at peace the peace of God that you are gifted when you, you know, when you give yourself over to God, mm. that's what that reminds me of. Cause if, you know, like we're saying, if we're not constantly giving thanks, but more importantly, if, if we're not right with God, if we're not pursuing God in our lives, um, you know, we will not be content in any situation. We're, we're going to be, you know, trying to fill that void, you know, and I just actually, I heard a song the other day. It was kind of, kind of sad song because of this line. It wasn't like a sad sounding song, but, I heard a line and it was talking about, um, you know, they basically said like, you know, going out on Saturday night or whatever. And it was like doing whatever I can to fill this void like everybody else. And like people openly acknowledge in their lives, like, yeah, there's this void. You know, we try to fill it with movies. We try to fill it with entertainment. We try to fill it with drugs or alcohol or sex or anything. But the fact is, and this is what Paul was writing about here, um, is that if we pursue God, if we're grateful, you know, if we, if we are abiding in him, we are gifted a peace, um, and we are gifted a content nature that allows us to, uh, really, like I said, be at peace with ourselves and be at peace with God. And it's a beautiful thing. Definitely. And I think, you know, to tie it back to, to what we've been talking about and, you know, what you said there is, I, I think one of the areas where that starts besides simply, you know, following God and, you know, believing in him, becoming a Christian is living a life of gratefulness and of praise and, you know, thankfulness. I think without that, without an attitude of thanksgiving, I don't think a lot of the the positives that that come from Christianity can happen. I think that's one of the the key tenets to to Christianity is, you know, being grateful and, and thankful for, for, you know, even in tough times, you know, like like Paul said, you know, well-fed or hungry, living in plenty or in want, you know, whatever whatever the circumstances, it's important to be grateful because, again, like you said, then 
even if you're going through those tough times, you're going to pick out the things that are going well instead of picking out, you know, it, it's almost like, you know, without, without gratefulness, you're only going to see the bad in good circumstances and in bad circumstances, you're not going to be able to find any good. But with, with an attitude of Thanksgiving, you're able to see, you know, even the, the light at the end of the tunnel in bad situations and you're able to acknowledge the, the good times and be able to, you know, celebrate those. So, yeah, I think yeah. that's the the key to this. Yeah, a crazy thing that I I thought of just now is the reality of you know these commands and really the wisdom that God gives us in His Word. Um, but the reality of of the directions in the Bible is that you know if we if we follow them, we we will be blessed. We will see the fruits of of abiding in in Jesus. But if we don't, there is a penalty, and it's it's very severe. And it's mm-hmm. like God is not. Um, when I when I say severe, I'm not even talking about like eternal punishment in hell. When I say severe, I'm talking about the physical repercussions of not following God, and they're very severe in in this life. And it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of funny because we have a choice as human beings. We we obviously have a choice to follow God or not, but. The reality is if we choose not to follow God, we are choosing all of these ailments upon it. Like we're, mm-hmm. we are choosing to take on all these ailments, whether it be depression or, um, you know, addiction or, you know, whatever we choose to try to fill that void of God, mm-hmm. it's always going to be worse than what we would have chosen to be with him. And it's, you know, it's just so, it's so clear cut to me and, um, you know, that's, that's the power of the gospel. And I, I think that, you know, going back to this gratuity thing and, and being grateful, you know, it's almost a, a duty of ours as Christians mm-hmm. to wake up every single day and to be grateful. Because if we don't do that, if we don't have the proper mindset or attitude and we go out in the world and others see us and interact with us, they're not going to know that joy that lives inside of us because mm-hmm. we're not going to be in, a, in the proper state of mind. Yeah. You know, and- it, it, in some ways, I feel like it's a duty. Yeah, and, and like like Paul said, you know, it is it is our duty to be able to give an account for you know a reason for the joy that we have. And g- going back to also what you were just saying, I think I think it's almost like if you know, say you you got injured or, or got sick, and you know that you know a surgery or you know you know like when you when you're when you're a little kid and you're sick and that that coughs are up, you know it's gonna you know it's gonna help soothe your cough. Um, but e- but even more so, it's not a perfect analogy because obviously that's temporary and the injury or the the cough can happen again. Um, but God, so again, it's not perfect because God gives a permanent solution. But it's almost like if you have an ailment like that and you just ignore it by not by not accepting by not accepting God and by not by not being grateful in life. It's you know, it's like you're just turning away that opportunity, like you said, to fill to fill a void or to heal, you know, heal a hurt or, you know, a, a deep wound in your in your soul. Yeah, I you know, as a Christian, the crazy part is and you and you can let me know if you feel the same way, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's like this for most Christians out there, at least those that have had a, had a real relationship with God. You know, it's like if you're not close with him, if you're not actively pursuing him, you know what the issue is. And, like, you can go a certain period of time without pursuing God fully, like a small amount of time, and, like, you'll be all right, you know, because these little, you know, 
worldly pleasures, you know, or whatever it be. Like I said, entertainment, whatever it is, whatever the case is, these things can fulfill us for a short period of time. And like we can skate, you know, without God for a certain period of time, but you do hit a wall at some point. And like, I always know if I hit a wall like that, it's because I'm neglecting my relationship with God. And I know what the cure is and the cure always works. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, and I know it works. Like there's never been a moment where I go to God and I don't feel so much better afterward. And Hmm. there's just never been a situation in my life that if I'm not pursuing God, I'm not at peace period. Right. Which is crazy because some people think with like, if you talk to people that don't believe in God, they're like, well, is he even out there? Well, I feel like that's almost a proof that God's out there, man, because every time I've pursued, pursued him, it's like he fulfills me Hmm. every time. Yeah. I, I can definitely vouch for that. I know, you know, I've gone through times where I've, I've dealt with anxiety and I know that in, in those situations, going to God is always something that, you know, calmed, calmed me down eventually. I know, I know there have certainly been times where I wish it would have happened a little bit sooner and quicker, but again, that attitude of gratefulness that at least it did go away at some point is, is very, very important. And like you said, just having something to turn to through those tough circumstances is vital. You know, I, I think you can't and shouldn't live without it. Um, and yeah, Yeah, you cannot. Absolutely not. Yeah. I was just going to go ahead and read though, this, this, uh, leading up to what you read in Philippians, Perfect. Uh, four, four through ten. You know, leading up to what you're saying about being content, I think it's important. So, Philippians four verse four, uh, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Isn't that hilarious? That's literally our entire conversation just now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Four verses. <laughs> and I was not planning on that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, literally, bro. Yeah. What are the chances of that? I'm just going to finish this out. We'll go back to it. Yeah. Uh, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the the God of peace will be with you. Hmm. So now that that's out of the way, uh, I mean, just kind of underlining what we were just saying there, I mean, that's pretty much summarizes what we were saying about, you know, peace, the peace of God and, you know, do not be anxious about anything in prayer and supplication. I mean, I don't really know what to say, man. That was it was like a slam dunk on what you were saying. Yeah, it slam dunk is a good term. It's you know, I, I think it sh- kind of underlines for me the importance of even if you don't have scripture like word for word memorized, um, you know, just understanding what's in scripture is so important because it allows you to have conversations about stuff that's in scripture without even reading directly from that. Like, I'm sure I know I've you know, read Philippians four, four through nine, literally probably hundreds of times before. And so having that knowledge in my, in really in my subconscious mind, you know, allows the conversation that we had. Then it's like, wow, 
you know, that's, that's God's, you know, God's plan at work in kind of implanting the, these words into our hearts and into our minds to, to be able to, to talk about, you know, whether it's between fellow believers like, like us right now, or to be able to, to offer this encouragement to any, any non-believers out there listening to this podcast, um, just that, you know, God offers a solution and really all it takes is accepting the, the message of, of salvation and then rejoicing in it and rejoicing at all times and praying and petitioning or, you know, another word would just be, you know, coming to him with, with requests and, and thanksgiving, presenting your requests to God. And if, if you do those things, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. And I just think it's such an incredible encouragement. And, you know, like you said, the fact that we were just talking about that and then it kind of puts the the cherry on top is, is, is pretty amazing. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's it's really intriguing the amount of information that sits in our subconscious mind that we're not aware of and then it'll it'll present itself. Hmm. Uh, I think there's a few weird moments like that just happened where it's like it, it's obvious that, you know, that information was from probably this exact section of scripture, but you don't ever know it until it presents itself. Hmm. So very, very interesting there. Um, but just real quick before we move on, I, verse five stuck out to me. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. Have you experienced that at all? Like in your life, just, uh, you know, when you're pursuing God wholeheartedly and, uh, just, I don't know, like being, I don't know if reasonable is the right word, but like, I guess maybe like, uh, being of like a temperate mind and just being just tranquil with everyone. I feel like I've experienced that with others when I'm pursuing God. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, while you're kind of looking for another word, I'm reading out of the New International Version, the NIV, and it, mine says, let your gentleness be evident to all. So, you know, I don't know if that's kind of the word that you were looking for, but but it is yeah. it is what you were describing yeah. anyways of, you know, having that gentleness. And yeah, I 100% would agree with that. I definitely think that when I'm not as close to God as I should be, you know, I've, I've heard this in, in church over the years before and, you know, just through through conversations that I've had with other believers and mostly at church but again even through just conversations that really without a good without a healthy uh vertical relationship with God we can't have a healthy horizontal relationship with others you know if we're not in tune it's almost it's almost like how a uh, how like a satellite works you know if we're not tuned into the the satellite that's God then we can't you know, provide the necessary data to, to those around us. You know, there's, I, I always, I always love kind of using like analogies and coming up with them when I can. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed that yeah. Joe, but uh, it just kind of, it, it makes, <laughs> you know, things that maybe I wouldn't say this is complicated, but it can make some things that are in the Bible a little less complicated. And I think that's kind of, you know, what I'm seeing here. You know, if you have a, if you have a bad signal with a satellite, you're going to have, you know, slow Wi-Fi speeds. Maybe it's not, you know, you're not going to have upload. It's not going to upload correctly. And in the same way, if you don't have a, I mean, look, look at verse four, rejoice in the Lord, Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. If you don't have that, if you're not rejoicing in God and living in a close personal relationship with him, 
then like you were saying, you're not going to have that gentleness to others. And I've, I've definitely seen that in my own life when I'm not in tune with God, I definitely find myself being, you know, shorter, you know, you know, a little bit shorter with people or just not caring as much for other people as I should. And I think that's definitely the key is, you know, having this relationship with God and being, being tuned in and, and, you know, rejoicing for, for who God is and for how he's blessed us. Yeah. I think it all goes back to the, the peace and contentment piece of this and peace. I mean, in a different definition of the initial piece I just used the, I guess I should say the peace and contentment part of all this is that if you're not pursuing God, if you're not wholeheartedly abiding in him, abiding in Jesus every single day, you're not going to be at peace with yourself. Your mind's going to be constantly running, thinking about all these problems, all whatever you're not, you know, like I said, grass is greener. What's going on, you know, what's going on with this person's life? Why is my life this, whatever, whatever the case may be, you're not at peace with yourself. So of course you cannot, uh, you know, be like, you can't let your reasonableness be known to others. You can't be gentle and, and loving toward others because you yourself are a, an internal mess without God. Hmm. That's just the facts. You look at our world around us. So our, our world is falling apart. Like mental health is at an all time high, bro. Like depression, anxiety. I saw like today there was a chart of like Adderall prescriptions. that are like a through the roof in the U S hmm. and you know, it's just, I don't know, man. It's it, it's pretty evident to me that, you know, without God, we are nothing. Hmm. And my, actually, my, um, our worship leader at my church, Trevor, great guy. Uh, he he preached two weeks ago at my church, and he was talking about John fourteen. Kind of reminds me of this, and his his you know message was about essentially like if we try to do anything in our life without Christ, we are going to fall flat on our face every single time, and we're you know we're going to be unsuccessful in, in any pursuit we try without Jesus at the, at the forefront. Hmm. And that even applies to our daily lives. If we try to live our daily lives without, without Christ at the center point, we are going to fall short every single time. Um, and there's many aspects to this. I think that this Philippians, uh, passage has many different blessings that you, that you receive, but just, think about, you know, you have to think about it like this, every single one of those blessings that you, you can receive from abiding in, in, in God, there's also a, you know, a repercussion that's opposite that blessing that you, you can receive if you're not pursuing God. So, um, it's just something to think about, you know, what, what are we, what are we bringing upon ourselves when we're not pursuing God? And that is the, um, that's kind of like my question I asked earlier, like, what happens if we're not giving thanks actively? Mm-hmm. Well, we're welcoming all these, we're welcoming, we're welcoming in all these uh, issues that that God tells us we could be facing. So, good stuff there. But do you, uh, did you want to read any of those other passages you had on here? The the Psalms passages. I, I think so. I w- I would just like to say to what you said. I honestly couldn't really say that better myself. I know in a, a different episode we we kind of talked about you know a little bit of this mental health stuff and why, why depression and everything is high and everything. And I feel like I got a little passionate during that podcast, just talking about how so much of that is due to people pursuing the wrong things, pursuing, you know, alcohol, drugs, 
entertainment, just anything really to distract themselves from the troubles of this world. And that causes those troubles to only multiply. And like, like to get back to this point, if you're not seeing the good, you're only going to see that bad. And again, it's only going to exponentially get worse and worse and worse. The more you neglect, you know, the joys, the joys in life and the, the, uh, the importance of being connected to God. Um, but unless you have anything to add to that, I, I would like to read these Psalms because I think it's a nice indicator of, you know, maybe for people who don't know how, you know, or, or who kind of struggle to be grateful in life. I think these Psalms kind of provide a good example of how to go about doing that. Yeah. I mean, I think you summed it up perfectly. I really don't have too much else to add before you read those Psalms. So if you want to go ahead and do that, it'd be cool. Perfect. So first, first one is Psalms 95 verses one through three. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. And then verse, or, amen. Uh, yeah, amen to that for sure. Psalm 100 then, this is just five verses. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Amen, bros. Really good stuff right there. Yeah. I think it kind of, you know, like like you said earlier, kind of puts a cherry on top of everything we've been saying. You know, it's it's the purpose of why we're thankful is that, you know, God was so gracious to to save us, man, and save us from our sin and you know, he made us in his image and I'm just so, I'm so grateful honestly to be alive, man. And then like just that <laughs> for everything, bro, for everything. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah. And I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I, you know, I'm so grateful for, for everything in life. I'm grateful for, you know, having a, having a friend like you that I can, you know, have productive conversations with about things like this. It's, it's a blessing and you know if we're if we're not Likewise, seeing those ble- blessings in life then we're we're really missing out and if we're not um attributing those to God then we're really missing the mark yeah absolutely likewise and you know I want to challenge our listeners um to take some time and think today if you hear this this episode to ask yourself you know what you're thankful for and I want to challenge everybody listening to to take action on that. You know, I I um, recently a uh, personal example that I've I've tried to do to be more grateful is you know tell my my close circle, my family, especially like how much I'm I'm grateful for them and my parents too. Like you know, a lot of times in the past, I'm a type of dude where it's like I don't want to be super cringy and lovey dovey all the time. Like I'm really not like that, but you know, once in a while, man, like our parents need to hear it from us. Like, you know, how grateful we are for them because, yeah. you know, words, they, they mean a lot and you get in a nice message like that, you know, it's uh it really can do a lot for somebody. So I want to challenge our listeners to, 
think of somebody or, or multiple people that you are grateful for that you have not told them that recently and, you know, go out on a limb and humble yourself and give them a nice, a nice message or something like that. Even if it's just a text message, you know, mm. brighten up somebody's day. It's, it really could be a big deal. So, yeah. And, and I think it's, you know, you don't want to do it selfishly also, obviously, but it, you know, you don't really know how much it means to the other person until you, you know, say that you're grateful for them. Um, and it's just, it's such a massive yeah. benefit for them, but really, I mean, you know, again, you don't want to do it selfishly, but it, it benefits you too, again, by seeing, by seeing those positives in, in the people close to you, it's, it's going to bright, brighten your day too. So it's, it really is, it's, it's a, it's a huge blessing. And the more that you're grateful in life, the more, like we've talked about, you're going to be, you know, gentle toward others, the more you're going to be happy and friendly toward others. And the more you're going to show the light of, of Jesus. Absolutely. And I, I think anytime you approach something and you're, you know, you're coming at it with the servant's attitude, you're, you want to serve others and that's your objective. I, you know, I don't think anything could be selfish in that aspect. Like if you're, even if you do receive something back, like of course, if you're, if you are grateful for somebody or to some, to somebody, you show gratuity to somebody, you know, you're going to receive a blessing from that. You shouldn't feel guilty about it, but I mean, you shouldn't just do it like you were saying just for yourself either. Mm-hmm. So you know, just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. But yeah, I think it's a good thing with Thanksgiving coming up. It's a beautiful time of the year um, to to show that thanks and to take action. I think all the, you know, all the time we want to, it's so easy to consume information and consume all this advice and everything or whatever, but we need to take action with it and actually do something. So yeah, that's the challenge. Take something from this episode and, and show somebody some gratitude and, and, and mean it, you know, really mean it. Um. And if we apply what we learned, to, you know, in this episode, ourselves included, you know, I always learn from these things as we're talking about it. So mm-hmm. if we apply these things to our lives, you know, if we wake up every day and choose to be grateful for what we have, you know, and, and that's not to say that we can't have goals and want, want better, you know, lives for ourselves in the future. But if we choose to be grateful every day, it'll really, it'll truly change our mindset in life and it'll bless others exponentially. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you have anything else to add, but that's kind of everything I got to say. No, I think that that sums it up perfectly. It's it's a, a full circle sort of thing. The more that, that you're grateful, the more you're going to be, you know, kind and like like God toward others, and and then it's kind of kind of you know eventually kind of come back to you too as well. So I think it's yeah, it's it's a very valuable lesson, and again, it's a it's an important reminder during this holiday season that. You know, especially as we get closer to Christmas too, it can get so busy and running around trying to, you know, do all the all the holiday things. But it's important to kind of, you know, I don't want to say like shut down, but just kind of take take a pause and really think, you know, about what what you're grateful for in life and the people that you're grateful for. Yeah, because you never know if you if you have a chance to tell them again. So take today and yeah. do it. Definitely. You know, and, you're, and when you when you look back in the future, you're going to thank yourself that you did it hmm. and you got over whatever whatever cringy emotion you may feel when you're telling somebody. This doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. This just doesn't matter. So, yeah, if you guys enjoyed the episode, make sure you like and rate uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Definitely share this episode with somebody you know. It could definitely be useful. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, going to try to get, you know, a little bit more consistent with the episodes and, 
we got a couple good ideas coming out. And like I said earlier this episode, we got a couple special episodes that are going to be dropping. Not, not, uh, I wouldn't say in the typical fashion of true North talk, but there's still really cool episodes. We talk about some, some really interesting things. So make sure you stay tuned for those. Uh, but with that being said, this is uh, Joseph signing out. And this is Peter signing out. Hope everybody had a great time listening to this episode, and we will catch you guys next time. Peace, Peace. out.